drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, Kool-Aid drinkers. What's going on, everybody? I'm your host, Derek Oakry, here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, coming to you on a Wednesday. And I got the I got a big time guest. I mean, this guy, I always pub him up because he deserves to be pubbed up. He's the king of all media. He's a media mogul, to be honest. I mean, the guy is just you know, he's all over Believe Podcast Network. He's at Roto Baller. He's been in multiple Burger King commercials, I believe. He does comedy shows and so much more. I got the one and only Joey Christopoulos on today to talk ball and laugh with me. Joey, how you doing today? Derek, I'm great, man. Happy New Year. Uh, we were just talking before the pod that the NFL season never ends. So uh, let's just keep let's keep throwing coal in the fire and keep the train rolling, man. <laughs> let's do it. But before we do that, can, can you say Happy New Year when we're almost in March? I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know if I saw you. Did we do? Did we do a show last month? I, I had a I had a I had a rough bout of being under the weather last month. So yeah. I don't know if we ended up doing it. So this might be the first one that me and you have done together in 2022. I, th- I think we got a 2022 in, but so so your rule is if you haven't seen someone, if it's like August, you you give them a happy New Year. I think so, especially uh, for people that you see multiple times and haven't seen in a long time. I'll give it to oh. them for sure. Maybe the cutoff is uh, the cutoff is um, uh, spring forward when we change the clock. <laughs> then then it's no longer allowed. Then it's actually right. becomes illegal in 38 states. All right, good to know. Good to know. So, everybody, you know we serve up this Detroit Kool-Aid here on the show. Drink it in. Uh... Side of cornbread. Cornbread. Make it a double. Cornbread. But uh, Joey, the professional that he is, I mean, he comes on the show, he talks ball. He's a expert at the NFC North, as well as all the stuff he does for Roto Baller and all the other platforms. He's got his pulse on the NFL and everything that goes into it. But before we get into tell you what we're going to do today, which is something a little bit different, I want to tell you guys about something that's really cool. You need to go check it out. And it just dropped today on 2 And you guys know I do work for Pro Football Focus or whatever, but today, 
you know, fittingly on that date, they dropped this new thing, Pro Football Focus, all 22 fantasy football, which I got to experience last year. You draft 22 uh, starters, 11 on offense, 11 on defense. You're drafting offensive linemen, defensive players. You got to have your depth. You got to, and what they do is they grade it off the PFF scoring. So, Joey, I mean, they weight the players based on their positions. They also give you the PFF score times the percentage is what you score rather than yards and touchdowns like we're used to. You got to have depth. You got to have value. You got to have top football players. And I had a blast last year doing this. I finished the regular season in first. My team came up short in the playoffs, but what a blast. So I'm telling everybody to go check out PFF All-22, man, if they love fantasy football. I'm all about it. I mean, it seems like kind of like a long time coming, right, for the people that really want to dive in. And I know um, there's been a lot of Bears stuff going on this offseason with uh, PFF in regards to Justin Fields and trying to make sense of what's up and what's down. So I definitely respect the information that comes out of the, the company that you work for. So good for them, man, for starting that kind of league for the people that want to dive in for extra detail. Uh, get after it. You know what I mean? No doubt. Just kind of dropped today. So go check that out. No doubt about it. And Joey, today on the podcast, I mean, we're doing something a little different. Whenever you come on, I figure I can laugh. I can kind of flip the table upside down, do something a little bit different. So today I'm going to introduce the people to the Rumor and Innuendo Show. (laughs) This is the show where we throw out hyperbole, rumor, conspiracy theories, hearsay, predictions, innuendo, things uh, that are basically just straight made up. Really no facts at all, but are related to our football teams, the NFL in general, maybe things that we think might come. I mean, I think we can have a lot of fun here on the Rumor and Innuendo show today. What about you? I'm ready to go, man. I'm, I got my, my hat on and we're turning the lights down low and <laughs> shutting the shades and we're going to get crazy. Let's do it. There we go, everybody. I mean, we might talk about some spicy trade options for the Lions. We might speculate on the smug number 12 where he's going. I might even tease a shocker, an absolute shocker for Joey and his Chicago Bears. Everybody, let's do this. Um, So for the first part of the segment, Joey, I've got a little rumor innuendo here that says the Detroit Lions are absolutely thrilled with Jared Goff. I mean, the hearsay, the uh, speculation as it may be, is that he's going to be here for two years and, and they may keep this guy around. He may play so well, and they may just load up everywhere else that they may just say, Jared Goff, let's let's work out another little extension, maybe a three-year, keep you here longer, and try to win something with 16 at quarterback. Joey, what do you think about that? I think that if the Detroit Lions are thrilled with Jared Goff right now, <laughs> my opinion would be that they're just saying that to probably bump up his trade value. And if they actually really are thrilled with Jared Goff, I would be terrified as a Detroit Lions fan. I don't understand why you'd have to go out and say something like that, that you'd be thrilled with Jared Goff. Um, I think uh, my record on this pod is pretty uh, a long track record of not being the biggest Goff fan in the world. I actually personally think that the Lions should go out and probably, I don't know if I want to use the word competition, but I think you guys should go out and find a veteran signal caller like a Tyrod Taylor type to come in and actually, you know, push Jared Goff a little bit and actually, you know, incentivize him to produce results. Um, 
which he uh, something I personally don't think he's really ever had in his career. And if they're in the off, you know, the off moment where he does get injured, you actually guys have someone to come in and help you guys win some games. So, man, I I don't think he's the future. Um, I'm glad that they're thrilled with him. I think they'd be more thrilled to trade him and get out of that contract. <laughs> um, Derek, what say you? Joey, again, let me remind you the name of the show. It's Rumored Innuendo Show. I mean, this is probably completely made up with no substance. But this is something I came out of my head because I've come around to this theory. I feel like the Lions this year just stay away from the quarterbacks, load up on edge rusher, safety, get myself one, maybe two wide receivers, get myself a nasty linebacker, and I can roll into 2022 with Goff at quarterback. And despite his horrible spirals, I think he can show what he's got this year and if he plays really well then I'm looking at myself going man we got a quarterback now we can just do the same thing next year unless somebody is staring us dead in the face so this this is rumor innuendo but this uh has a chance of happening where they just say forget it weigh in real quick uh weigh in really quick on do you think that they should do better than Tim Boyle and David Blau as backup though I mean do you believe that they should go out and maybe try and find someone uh, you know, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, Tyrod Taylor, Case Keenum, Brian Fitzpatrick. I mean, a guy out there that can actually, if Goff is ineffective or gets hurt, can come in and win games. Because I hear what you're saying, man, but the worst part about a football team in the NFL is getting excited about every section of your football team, but hating your quarterback. And and that's not going to be good for your guys' success next year. So would you want to at least go out and like fortify the depth on the quarterback position? Most Lions fans are are somewhat split, but also love what Goff did at the end. The backup to me, a lot of people, there's a small percentage, I think, that want this quality NFL backup. But you look around the league, I mean, if your starter goes down, you're pretty much out of luck unless you have a fancy rookie there. So unless they draft the rookie, which I'm giving this rumor and innuendo that they maybe don't and shouldn't and, and don't want to, uh, just roll out whoever, you know, yeah, maybe you need a switch up, but I wouldn't go pay big money or do anything big um i i think this has a chance of happening because brad holmes loves himself some jared goff now joey i i got another juicy lions one. i thought i'd start out with a double lions here on rumor and innuendo show for the people but uh you know here's the other thing this is this is i don't know this may be going around maybe it's not i mean again you can make up your own mind here on the show uh, what what about the Lions being involved in a huge trade, wait for it, or two this offseason? Yes, maybe multiple huge trades. And I'm talking about guys like TJ Hawkinson maybe being involved before they have to pay him big money. I'm talking about them looking at one of their best assets in DeAndre Swift and maybe saying maybe he's at his peak right now and he's a running back. Maybe we can parlay that into picks and players at other premier positions. I mean, Joey, is this hearsay? Is this ridiculous? Is this a crazy prediction? Could this happen? What do you think? I thought this one was crazy interesting. Uh, and, <laughs> and I like that you're, I like that you were wrapping your head around it heading into the off season. My first blush thought of it was you're not trading Deandre Swift unless you're trading him in a package with other stuff. I mean, the concept of a running back solely being traded. It just doesn't really happen that very often anymore. Unless I want to throw this one at you, Derek, TJ Hawkinson, Deandre Swift, and a fourth or fifth rounder for Christian McCaffrey. Who says no? (laughs) Oh my goodness. I, I don't know, man. They like, 
the NFL is getting a little more loosey-goosey with trades, but usually you don't see like two guys packaged with something for another premier-type player like that. I will be curious if McCaffrey goes anywhere. He's one of my favorite guys in the league based on how clean he is as a prospect and how he can catch and do everything you want. But doesn't that kind of make sense for both teams just a little bit? Like Detroit gets a centerpiece – it gets a guy that Jared Goff can check down to all the live long day and kind of like ride that vibe. And if you're the Panthers, it kind of moves the, some of the money around a little bit. Maybe you get in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. And then all of a sudden now you just have more depth and you have all of a sudden a tight end. And like you said, DeAndre Swift, a guy who do we know if we've seen his best play yet, or is it maybe we've already seen his peak and you can kind of sort of move on from there. I don't know. I, I, I thought that was kind of interesting or like, you know, I, I thought of Saquon too, but I don't think Saquon would move the needle for really anybody either way. But like, would a DeAndre Swift, TJ Hopkinson, and a pick for Christian McCaffrey, would that make sense for both teams? And I kind of think yes. Joey, in that, uh, you know, rebuttal you just had, did you just tease the people? And the people consist of the millions. Did you just did you just uh, tease the millions and millions that the Lions are going to make a deal and get McCaffrey, and then you slid in and Deshaun Watson? Did you do that here on the show? Oh no, I meant Deshaun Watson would go to Carolina because then Carolina ah. would have room with McCaffrey's money. McCaffrey's money ah. off the books. If the Lions could get Watson at quarterback and McCaffrey at running back, drink it in, uh, <laughs> oh baby. No, no, uh, no, no, no. But uh, no, I, I see you. I see you working there. So you know something to keep an eye on. There has been a couple things. I think Jeff Risden at Lions Wire put out a Hawkinson trade looking for Mike Thomas, but Mike Thomas going to stay in the Saints. And there's been no rumblings really about Swift, but you know just at the position he plays, and that's kind of why I balk at your McCaffrey. Is if I'm trading a talented running back like Swift, I'm trying to get edge rush, you know, or a, a all do it all linebacker or a premier player on offense, you know, at the wide receiver position maybe rather than another running back because I do think there's something to be said about plucking those guys between the third and the fourth round find some real value there so um, interesting stuff no doubt about it Joey I I got more I got more hyperbole I got more hearsay you want to hear it let's do it we got to talk about quarterbacks man quarterbacks everybody's talking about them so we got to as well Uh, listen to this here are some perfect landing spots um and and places that quarterbacks might go here on the rumor and innuendo show. I got Deshaun Watson going to Philly. I've got Jalen Hurts then heading over to Seattle. I got Russ heading to the New York football giants playing in that big market. I got Kirk Cousins heading over to Indy to play for the Colts. Um, you know, what, what do you think about any of those landing spots there? I think the Watson... The Watson to Philly, and then well, Hertz would have to go to Texas. Is am I am I hearing that right? Because Hertz, I I had a I had a three I had a three way move. Watson's going to Philly. Hertz oh, is going to Seattle, okay. and Russ is going to the Big Apple. So Russ going to the Big Apple is an interesting one because I, I that was maybe the one that I'm probably going to blanch at the most because <laughs> you know what happens to Daniel Jones at that point. Um, Brian Dayball coming in, is this a situation where, you know, Brian Dayball takes over with his offense or did he immediately relinquish the reins to the let's Russ cook mentality? (laughs) Um, But I I, I do think that there is something that's going to happen, right? Where 
I'm looking at a lot of these guys, and we're already talk, talking about trying to trade Carson Wentz or release Carson Wentz. So all of a sudden now Indy becomes sort of this place where, like, can someone go there like a Derek Carr? And like you mentioned, you know, could a guy like a Kirk Cousins possibly move on? And I think the big one of the bigger moving pieces on this is what do you think Pittsburgh does? Uh, I don't think that they're going to be drafting a quarterback. If I was the Pittsburgh Steelers, I would not draft a quarterback. They just gave T.J. Watt the most money ever in NFL history for a defensive player. He is bar none the best defensive player probably in the NFL right now. If you want to have the argument with Aaron Donald, we can have it. So in in this window right now with your best defensive player in its prime, and you've got a running back who's probably going to be entering his prime in his second year next year, you think they would go for a quarterback, right, with the Jimmy G, Russell Wilson. So they kind of seem like – which team do you think is the biggest, like, domino where, like, once they make a move, all these other teams kind of make a move? Is it Deshaun Watson in Houston? Is it Pittsburgh? Is it what Aaron (laughs) Rodgers does? What do you see with that? Yeah, it's interesting, man. Like I say, we're turning up the volume here on the Rumor Innuendo show. So I, 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 in reality, I bet you maybe one, maybe two of these moves happen. But I thought I'd just move all the chess pieces around. So when you start talking about the smug number 12, the only two spots for me are please go to Denver and get in the AFC and get out of my life or just retire forever. That Those are the only two options I want for that guy. He's on shows talking about it. he's doing a 12-day cleanse and always trying to sound like the smartest guy in the room. I still got no time for him. Derek, real quick. How hilarious was that? <laughs> that he came on and last night he did this big post and everyone's like, oh man, he's going to announce something huge today. And I'll admit, man, like I bit hardlining sinker, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm the oh, fish. Yeah, on, yeah. I, got a, I got a hook right in my side of my gill here. And he gets on and he goes, Derek, he's like, you know, after the 12 day cleanse, <laughs> I really realized that, you know, what I do affects other people. And I want to apologize to like my agents and I want to apologize to my trainers and my teammates because what I say affects other people in life. And I'm realizing it's like, are you, <laughs> it's so funny to me. Like when you make $40 million and your body is your business, you know what I mean? You only just think about yourself. I just found that to be so hilarious. Uh, and I'm with you. I cannot wait till he just moves on. I think he's coming back though. I the, think he's running fact- it back with Green Bay at this point. I hate to say it. The fact that the smug number 12 doesn't know how pompous he sounds when he speaks. He speaks with this slow, trying to be cool, but smartest guy in the room tone. It's just, I can't even listen to it, man. He pops on the TV. I got to change the channel. And this is for you, Joey. This is for you for getting hooked and for listening to the smug number 12. This is a bad decision. Period, point blank. It was a, a, one of the dumbest decisions I ever made. <laughs> That's for you. And and like I say, I, I brought him up last year on the first segment because I didn't want to get into a big back and forth. But let's just hope he goes away, please. I mean, it's just it's got to happen at some point. I got I got Jimmy G heading to Minnesota in my quarterback carousel. You mentioned Daniel Jones. Where does he go? Um, to me, he, he may be working the counter at the bowling alley before it's said and done. I, I do think he has size and ability to throw it and run a little bit, but I couldn't find a good landing spot for Daniel Jones. I mean, maybe it all comes together if they end up keeping him, but uh, I think, you know, he's a turnover machine. So, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see where they go. Uh, rumor and innuendos got a lot of quarterbacks going a lot of different places. I think it'd be fun to shift multiple of these guys around, but I, I don't know that's going to happen, man. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I kind of, to be honest with you, I've started looking around and seeing what it's going to take. I mean, a Derek Carr and some picks for Russell Wilson, I think, is really intriguing. Russell goes to Vegas. Derek Carr goes to Seattle. I think Seattle would actually buy into something like that. 
And you mentioned Jimmy G. I kind of think Jimmy G in Pittsburgh seems like kind of a match made in heaven a little bit of Pittsburgh doesn't have to overpay. His value is going to be lessened a little bit because the 49ers want to move on from him and move to Trey Lance. And that just sort of seems like that area where, you know, Pittsburgh is smart enough to never overpay for something. And I think he could come in right away and run, you know, a pretty average to above average offense with a really good defense and they could get a lot of success there. And I, I think both of us are in agreement. I, I think we just want to see a lot of movement, man. <laughs> you know, I think we want to see a lot of guys uh, change some teams. And in terms of Deshaun Watson, I could just honestly care less where he goes at this point. Um, and unfortunately, I think that's going to continue to be dragged out all the way through the offseason and probably through training camp. Yeah, it, it will be fun, man. I'm expecting a big uh, free agency with everybody having this, you know, increased $20 million cap, as well as a lot of these names we've thrown out there going everywhere. Now, I'm not going to get into it now. And I didn't mention Pittsburgh because in our second segment, I got some Mike Tomlin thoughts, some NFL draft thoughts with the Pittsburgh Steelers. But to me, uh, as we close up this first segment about the quarterbacks, man, it's all about landing spot. Like I can't see Derek Carr in Seattle. That's not a fit to me. That's why I kind of gave you the ones I gave you because I can see these players not only playing why, for these teams, but these cities. What, what don't you like about it? Uh, it's just everything about it. It's like to, Seattle to me would be a team that would look for a more athletic uh, run around, not just a boring pocket passer that's, you know, pretty much past his, his prime. You know, I know they like to run the football and stuff, so I'd see him getting like a – you know, a dual threat guy if, for their next, you know, that runs even more than Russ does type of thing. You know, same with, you know, why I'm putting Jimmy G in Minnesota. It seems like a boring team that's going to, um, you know, take a quarterback like that. You know, Cousins to Indy, same thing. But then you get the spice of like Russ in New York or Hertz is the guy that I put in Seattle. And that's that just feels like more of a fit. You know, I can't I can't see Derek Carr anywhere than where he's at right now, to be honest. Or out of the league, pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, I mean that that it all it all comes down to and the, the the thing that we don't know, and this is the rumor and innuendo show, is we just don't know where Russ Russ's preferred destinations are this off season as opposed to what they were last off season. I know Vegas obviously was on his list last year. Does that mean it happens again? And look, man, I hear you on Jalen Hurts to Seattle because no matter what Seattle does, when you trade Russell Wilson, you need as much certainty as you can that you're getting a quarterback that's going to play for you next year. And whether Jalen Hurts is your franchise quarterback or not, I think that immediately solves that type of issue. Yeah. And I just thought of Derek Carr because if Pete Carroll sticks around for a couple more years, in theory you can compete in the NFC West with a Derek Carr, with a running game, with a DK Metcalf and a Tyler Lockett. Uh, You know, Derek Carr's got a really good deep ball, and that's part of something that they do in their offense. So I kind of thought about that a little bit. Both of these options are stopgaps, though, right? Like where Seattle would have to figure out their long-term solution down the road. Yeah, no doubt about it. So everybody, we made up a lot of things there. We, uh, you know, gave you lots of rumor to think about. We uh, threw some things at the wall to see if they stick. Who knows if they will, but let's go ahead and take a quick break. And again, I just want to remind you before we hit our great sponsors here on the show to go check out PFF All-22. I'm telling you, if you love fantasy football, if you love football in general, I mean, this is one of the closer ways, this and Reality Sports Online, who you guys hear me promote a lot here on the show, um, to be in your own general manager. See what you got. You know, See if you can go up against me um, and, and take me down because uh, I'm loving my team heading into 2022 and PFF All-22. So, Joey, I got lots more rumor innuendo, conspiracy theories, and, and something that might knock you on the floor here after the break. So, everybody... We'll be right back. All right, everybody. 
This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, it's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. All right, Kool-Aid drinkers, you heard all about Reality Sports Online. You definitely went and checked out PFF All 22. You're going to listen to us on Spotify, all our great sponsors here. But I got Joey Christopoulos back again. The guy's one of the busiest men in sports and in show business in general. He's a star. He's fun to come on and laugh with and talk ball. So, Joey, I thought I'd just go right into it and just start out this second segment with something for you. But I need a little music first. <laughs> oh, yes. I need my conspiracy music, Joey, because this one, I mean, this has got so many layers. It's wrapped up so deep. You might have to hold on to your seat here, pal. So I've got the Chicago Bears, Joey. Um, you know, they got a new regime, new coach, new GM. They're changing over the whole team. There's obviously been, you know, they, there's been some issues on the football field. They're kind of in that middle doldrum, if not the lower tier right now. But there's excitement. I mean, they got this new guy they drafted. He wears number one. He's 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 definitely not a good singer. But I, I, I'm curious how you will take this out here on the Rumor Innuendo show. This offseason, Joey, the Chicago Bears will trade. Justin Fields. The new regime does not like him. They also have heard this. Also kind of a, a, a good singer. La, oh, that was so bad. La, <laughs> They've heard that. They don't like that. Uh, they're deciding to move on from this guy. They're sending him out of Chicago only a year in and finding their guy, a new quarterback, a new vision in Chicago. Joey, what do you think? <laughs> I do enjoy the vision of you, Derek, sitting in a room <laughs> with a with a pencil to your forehead, going like, "How can I enrage him?" Uh, <laughs> no, look, um, look. So let me let's walk through this. And to be very fair, man, like I've said this on my pod a lot of times. Uh, when we go back to last year with Russell Wilson, which a uh, player that I really wanted the Bears to go out and get, and it got to basically the two yard line and like the bears offense, they couldn't get in the end zone and had to kick a field goal, but I digress. Um, so what I kind of threw out there was, and what I liked about drafting Justin Fields last year in the first place was that you had to create more assets for the Chicago bears to use. And once the season ended last year, uh, ended this year, excuse me, I actually did throw it out there on a couple of pods and I threw it out to some people and I said, Hey, you know, Justin Fields in a third rounder or Justin Fields, a first rounder and a fourth rounder for Russell Wilson, who says no. 
you know, just basically like almost a straight up with a couple of draft kickers, you know, and sweeteners. But here, I, I, I hate to do it to you, Derek. Um, there's a 0% chance that Justin Fields will be traded this offseason. And the main reason for that is uh, if you go back to when uh, the new general manager was hired and the head coach was hired, they did a big press conference where chairman of the board, George McCaskey, was there. The general manager was introduced. The head coach talked. And then who was the last person to talk that day? Justin Fields in person taking questions at the press conference. Um, they're going to buy in on him. How long they're going to buy into him. Uh, we'll have to find out because like a lot of young rookie quarterbacks, you know, we really don't know what kind of players they're going to be in the long term. And, you know, there's a lot of stats out there that have you kind of scared a lot of stats that have you really, really, really excited. But I have to put your, your rumor innuendo, your conspiracy to rest. Um, and when it comes to Justin Fields getting traded this year, the truth is not out there. It is a 0%. It will not happen. There is a, yeah, I, I would put a lot of money on it, Derek, that it just doesn't happen this year. Joey, do you want to, right here on the Kool-Aid cast exclusive, do you want to know the real reason Justin Fields was at that podium that day? Because the Bears are who we thought they were? No, I don't know. Why, why is that? What's the reason? The reason he was at the podium, Joey, is because if he wasn't at the podium, what would people think? If he is at the podium, what will people think? Obviously, they will go along with your, um, you know, very thought out, logical response of, of course, he's going to be there. He was at the place taking questions. What a great move by Chicago to put him up there, let him answer questions before they give him the boot and get him out of there and, and get draft picks and get their own guy. I mean, what a brilliant conspiracy move by the new regime, the new leadership there in Chicago. You should be happy. That's that's a perfectly foiled plan by them. Out, they don't put him out in person uh, if they're if they're not going to commit to him for a year. Uh, I hear what you're saying, but if you go back and go look at all the other head coaches and stuff like that that have been hired and fired, did Derek Carr show up at Josh McDaniels' press conference and did he talk? No, you know what I mean. Um, I think it was a move deliberately made by the Bears to show support for Justin Fields, at least for this year as the quarterback moving forward. But Derek, I can say all this all I want to. He will not get traded this year. But what's kind of refreshing and interesting is that general manager Ryan Poles has no real skin in the game for Justin Fields, right? I mean, Justin Fields has to go out there and produce and prove that he's worth it, or Ryan Poles will move on. He's not the guy that drafted him, right? So I think there's a way to kind of objectively um, evaluate his progress heading into next year. And I think that's kind of good for a Bears team that needs, you know, really hardcore objective evaluation. Well, we will see what happens. If Justin Fields gets traded, you'll hear this <laughs> across the newswire while Joey is screaming. Um, but like I say, we're having a little fun here on Rumor Annual. You are very, very measured, Joey, very uh, uh, astute with your replies. I, I, I'm just, um, you know, hoping the guy can find a singing coach as well as maybe learn the playbook and, and give your team something to play for. We may get in the, to that as we end the show here. But before we do that, I want to talk about the thing that everybody wants to talk about. This is all the tweets I get. are like, man, you got to talk about this. <laughs> and that's the NFL draft. It happens in April. We get into it almost every show. But here on the Rumor Innuendo show, let's throw out some things for the NFL draft. And you hit on this one earlier. I feel like Mike Tomlin loves him some Malik Willis. Or... Does he love Jameis Winston, who was probably going to be available? Or does Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers want to draft Kenny Pickett, the kid from Pittsburgh, the kid with the tiny hands, the guy that can throw it all over the yard? 
we know that Tomlin wouldn't love Pickett, in my opinion. That doesn't seem like a Tomlin guy. But Willis, Jameis, some other options that are give him the ability to have some swagger and have a new quarterback rather than the statue that was Ben Roethlisberger. I'm here to throw lots of gasoline on that hearsay, hyperbole, rumor, innuendo. What do you think? Uh, the way that I can slice it up right now is as it seems at this moment is Pittsburgh would have to trade up to get to Kenny Pickett. It seems like Kenny Pickett will be off the board by the time the Steelers get there. Now, I will say um, my beautiful wife and her family, a lot of Pittsburgh fans are kind of rallying around the idea of taking Pickett. But I think Pittsburgh goes a different direction. And I think Malik Willis will be there on the board if Pittsburgh wants to select him there. And I love, I mean, I've, I've just kind of started, I mean, it's three weeks before free agency, obviously six weeks before the, the NFL draft. Um, I like to do a lot of research as much as I can. I've kind of sort of started looking at some of these guys. I'm personally, as a Bears fan, I'm looking more at wide receiver right now. But Malik Willis, I think, is really intriguing. Um, I think he's got a lot of interesting potential, and I think he could really kind of make that Pittsburgh defense, you know, um, offense, excuse me, do a complete 180 from, like you said, a statue like Big Ben to something more explosive and dynamic. I do think in the end, though, I do think in the end, I think Pittsburgh goes out for something more established. That's what I would personally do if I was them. Again, that defense is ready-made. It's ready to rock and roll. You have that window right now, the next three or four years, to do some serious damage with that defense. In terms of the running game, Najee Harris, they just remade that offensive line. I would rather fortify that in the draft. And then obviously the Pittsburgh Steelers draft, an amazing receiver almost every single year in the draft, so you figure that out. You bring in a quarterback like a Jameis Winston, trade for, like we mentioned, for a Jimmy G, something along those lines, something a little bit more ready-made, something a little bit more stable. And I think that Pittsburgh team rocks and rolls right away. I mean, if you get the quarterback position right, you're immediately competing with the Bengals and the Ravens next year for the division. If you go the rookie quarterback route, again, that just changes the timeline of the window that they have to win. I just kind of don't see them in that boat a little bit. I mean, wh- where do you think they go? And I'm curious to hear what your take is on, you know, Malik versus Kenny. Yeah, I uh, I see it totally different than you. I I, I uh, kind of a mid tier guy that hasn't got over the hump going there doesn't feel like what they're if you have a real good team you know and you can get an exciting quarterback that can also win with his legs I think that puts you over the top more so than a you know a a Jimmy G or Cousins or whoever these quarterbacks are that we're talking about now if they could get a real explosive you know vet I mean I'd be interested in that but I think Tomlin just has so much swagger and so much intensity that he's going to want his own guy mold him how he wants you know play this way and we'll pick you up with our with our offense and our defense and special teams and all that so I, I see him going different. Malik Willis, to me, has got two things you look for in every quarterback. He has a rocket arm that can throw it all over the yard, and he's got feet where he can move chains when needed. So those are two things you look for. I also love people knocking for going to Liberty. He obviously was an Auburn prospect, but Liberty, that shows me, you know, Christian background, good kid overall, like has a real good head on his shoulders. you got to like that as well from a character perspective. I don't know. Kenny Pickett, to me, just seems like that guy that – 
comes in the draft and has some stats and whatnot, but ends up washing out of the league in three, four years, um, tries to be a starter, gets benched, and the next thing you know, he's uh, he's shining shoes at the old bowling alley. So I, I'm not a big fan there when it comes to his overall game, but I think Pittsburgh is going to be the team to watch. Do they move up in the draft? Do they try to just sit and wait? Can you sit and wait for some of these prospects, or will they go higher than expected? Like We'll find all that out at the end of April, man. I can't wait. Well, let me ask you this real quick as a follow-up uh, before we move on. Pittsburgh trades for Russell Wilson. In your opinion, after that move, name me the top four teams in the AFC. And how high does Pittsburgh crack into that top four with Russell Wilson on Pittsburgh, if that were to happen? Yeah, I would I would think so. I mean, I the, the thing is, like, with Russ, to me, with his wife and stuff, it's always been, like, you know, the big market more so than just straight-up gritty football, which is what I think about with Pittsburgh. So from a talent perspective, yeah, I think he could go there and probably make them a, a legit contender. But the AFC, I mean, you're looking around. There's a lot of stacked teams. So top yeah, four, so what, 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 I mean. Put it, what, what, what number would you put them at? Like, would it be Bills, Chiefs, Steelers, Bengals? Would you go, like, Chiefs, Bengals, you know, how would you order that out if you could? Yeah, I mean, even with Russ, I just don't see him, you know, instantly overtopping the the Bills and, and Chiefs. And then, like, I just feel like the AFC, when you talk about the West – as well as, uh, you know, some other quarterbacks they're going to have in that division, especially if Smug goes out there. Like, it's going to be a hard one to to deal with. So, And their division is tough, too. So that's another reason why I think, you know, whoever they get, it's going to be tough. I'm not vaulting them to the top because that AFC North, there's a lot of bloodbaths in that division, tough games all year long. So I, I don't know. We'll see. But I yeah, think dude, Mike Tomlin. I, I, agree, I agree with you, dude. That's why I don't <clears> think that they can draft a quarterback. You know, all the reasons that you're mentioning right now and how stacked the AFC is and the quarterback play that's going to be in the AFC now for at least the next five or six years is daunting, right? I mean, and if you're a team like Pittsburgh with a guy like TJ Watt and all these players on defense and you believe in Najee Harris that could be an above average running back, you ha- you almost have to go out there and swing for a, a Russell Wilson type at quarterback. Yeah, we'll see what they do. I mean, to me, it's I, I, I like the upside and just the chance of Malik Willis and company drafting wise more than getting a Jimmy G in mid to end of his career and, and thinking he's just going to light the world on fire. I just don't see that happening. So I guess that's sort of where we differ as well. Like, yes, you could go for it. But when you draft a guy, that's a much bigger play, in my opinion, than a uh, uh, hey, we get over the hump two years with a guy that's not elite. But like you say, if they can get an elite prospect, I agree with you. Um, they may go for it based on Tomlin as well, just uh, having that that uh, type of attitude that he has, which is something I wish one of my favorite you know coaches and leaders in all sports, to be honest. So let's. Uh, I I, com- I completely agree with that sentiment, and that's not just a recency bias. I think on our part because they just hired Brian Flores. I think he's one of the most like impactful, important, powerful coaches that we have in sports. No doubt about it. So rumor innuendo, uh, lots going around the Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll see. Let, let's throw a couple more here before we get up out of here for the show. So, um, you know, we're talking about NFL draft, and here's here's something I got with the Rams. You know, I'm here in Detroit, everybody, you know, wearing Rams gear, talking about Matt Stafford, whoop, whoop. You know, I was rooting for him. I threw on, uh, you know, the jersey. I was happy for him. But the whole thing with the Rams is 
bleep those picks. And, and and my thing here on the rumor innuendo show is I think the Rams not caring about draft picks will come back to kill them for, wait for it, a decade plus. I feel like they're riding this wave. Oh, we got this guy. We signed this guy. We paid this guy high. We got no picks for the next five years. Just just wait till that comes back around because you cannot survive in the National Football League with no draft picks, no no cap space, no depth, no nothing. You can't win with these stars. You're, you're very lucky you got it done this year. So when those run out, it's going to get ugly, and I mean real ugly for this team. And I'm talking like 2023, 2024 is when this is going to start going downhill real quick. And we'll see how long Sean McVay remains their head coach and we'll see how long Matt Stafford can play at this particular level. And we'll see, does Aaron Donald want to play for the next 10 years or in the next four years? You know, I think there's a lot of questions going on, but you know what, man, they got the Super Bowl, and you know, the longer I go through this stuff and I'm going through right now with the Chicago bulls where me and my buddies talk all the time about, you know, would you rather have sustained success with a lower percentage of winning a title or would you rather win a title in two years and then just, you know, caution to the win the next 10. And I'm kind of on this tip right now where I'm kind of leaning towards, you know, caution to the win and just win that Super Bowl, you know, win that title, win that championship, no matter what it takes. So I applaud what the Rams did. Can real, real quick, Derek, I'm sorry, just walk me through this. So you guys have, you guys have the 32nd pick, obviously this year from the Rams. Do you have their number one from next year too, as well? Yes. So dude, like, so that's the, that's the one right there to look at, right? Like, so let's just say you guys get Hutchinson and then at 32, let's just take, you know, whatever, Alave, Jamison Williams, whatever, whatever wide receiver maybe you have in your mind. And let's say you hit on that and you go with the Rams next year. First of all, really hard to repeat a Super Bowl champions, right? Second of all, really hard to probably repeat in that NFC West next year, right? Uh, third of all, Matthew Stafford, uh, how long are we going to say that he's going to be in tip-top health? I mean, they're one injury away <laughs> from maybe tumbling down the standings. I, I, I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but I'm also saying I'm with you on this one where I get it that the Rams don't care about these picks right now, but if you get Hutchinson, a wide receiver, you play out next year, and all of a sudden maybe let's just pretend, let's not go crazy, but let's just say the Rams miss the playoffs because of injuries or ineffectiveness. <laughs> and you get the 15th pick from them, and all of a sudden maybe you get the best, I don't know, cornerback or the second or third best whatever off the board, that's going to start to sting if you're a Rams fan, just a tiny little bit, right? Because in four or five years from now, you know, maybe they're going to wish they had some of those guys. So I think right now, right, it's a win for both sides. Um, I'm glad that you, I'm glad that Lions fans were able to root for Stafford. I personally, I don't know how I would feel about it. Like I would be so mad at the Lions organization uh, as a whole, but maybe you guys have had a long stretch of that. So maybe it's something that kind of rolls off your back a little bit easier, but the mere fact that, you know, you had a Super Bowl winning quarterback in your, in your building for whatever, 12 years, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like that would hurt a little bit, but um, I'm with you, man. I mean, I think those, those picks are going to be really, really helpful for Detroit and hopefully when they're better, and in contention in the next three to five years, they can look back specifically at those picks and say, you know, this is what it took. Now we're seeing the, the fruit, you know, the, the bearing of the fruit from it all. 
Oh, Joey, what do I say? I mean, I, th- I think you kind of turned on the Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers there at the end with some of that Stafford commentary. I mean, to me, you I didn't have a super... I so mad at, like, the front office of, like... <sighs> I, I, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you had the talent at the quarterback position. And sometimes that's all you really need in the NFL to get things done. And the fact that you had that talent at the position and couldn't get anything done and not get one playoff win out of the dude... Um, you know, you can Joey. say it's Stafford's fault, but it also it's kind of a you know uh, it's a damn it's a damning thing for the Lions organization. It just is. Uh, you you got to stop while you're behind, my man. Uh, like the the real quick comeback is that he we always knew he was a good quarterback, but the only reason he ended up winning anything is because he had top elite talent that all stayed healthy, all played right at the right time, and he got a championship. Congratulations! Like like you the said, Lions I'm not worried about. That? What the, 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 the Lions were incapable of doing that at any point in his career before it, you know? That's, no, it just, obviously it not. Sucks. Obviously not. Yeah. But we also didn't mortgage, you know, our two decades of whatever resources to do what they did, which is it caught lightning in a bottle. Great. So I'm not worried about next year's pick. If next year's pick is 30, 31, whatever, I'm fine with that too because I'm going to get a good player. But my point was that yes. When Stafford runs out, McVeigh will probably be gone. All their people will be gone. And by the way, the reason they're going to all go at that point is because they're going to look around and go, our cap's a mess. We got no picks. This sounded great three years ago. And then, of course, it's going to come around to get you. You can't do this year after year, decade after. It's just, it's going to cripple this franchise, but they're getting done what they're getting done now. And a lot of people like you are buying into this, you know, go for YOLO mentality, which is great now and until your team stinks for 20 years and you're like, I wonder why. Oh, yeah, because that three-year run that we had that we uh, got our, so wait, our ring. Question, question. One Super Bowl in 20 years, or would you rather have 10 straight playoff appearances but no Super Bowl? Joey, I want the Super Bowl, but that's not guaranteed. So so you can go all in and miss. They they hit it. So what about all the teams that every year go in and two and don't get it? What how do they feel? Oh, you're getting me upset. I know, man. I I just I'm just saying like no, I'm just saying like it's really, really, really hard. I don't care what it is. NBA title, World Series, Stanley Cup, Super Bowl. It's really, really, really hard. And I refuse to just, like, take it for granted. And when you get so close, as the Rams got to, and then they started, you know, picking up. It wasn't like they did it automatically, right? They still drafted Aaron Donald. They still drafted Cooper Cup. They made a great frugal move bringing in Robert Woods, who wasn't a part of this team. But you get what I'm saying. They drafted Todd Gurley. And then they went out and then they signed Andrew Whitworth. And then they started trading for Jalen Ramsey, traded for Odell, traded for Von Miller, traded for Stafford. Right when I know they were what on they the did. doorstep of making it happen. And it worked out for them. You know, I mean, I, I don't think it's the greatest way to, like, run your business. And I completely agree with you that in five years, their organization could be in total shambles. But I'm just saying that it was worth it, you know. And, and when you get that close and when you get – and, and I think the problem that maybe I have as a Bears fan, and maybe Lions fans feel this too, is that when you have this good thing and you think you're right on the doorstep, are you really on the doorstep or are you just on the doorstep of the time when you need to decide whether you're going all in to make that right move or not to put yourself over the top? And I think that's kind of like the difference of how some franchises you know, run their business. 
Oh, I don't know, man. It's turned into a Rams Lions show, which we could have done from the get go here on Rumor Innuendo. But I, my my You're hyperbole. You're so mad that Stafford won a Super Bowl. I'm it. happy that he won. I'm just annoyed no, with people not, like not. you that act like, oh, it was a given. You know, of course it was a great plan because it worked. When if they fall short, you're like, wow, they went all in and they fell short. You know, now they're screwed. But because they got it, everyone's celebrating. It's like Monday morning quarterback everywhere. People, they should have done this. They should have done that. It's easy to say that after the fact, not when you're in the midst of it. And like I said, less need in company. I'm trying to tell did it, you did it not that work? what did it work? They won the Super Bowl. It, it did work, but I'm telling less need that you have your fun now because this whole laugh game you're doing with your coffee mug and your T-shirts is going to bite you in the ass. And everyone acts like it's not. Yeah. Everyone's sitting there laughing it up right now. So great. No, well, I, I agree. I agree with you totally, man. And I think that that that. That could come as early as next year. Yeah, I think Stafford's got more good years left, and people can laugh it away. He was good here in Detroit. He just didn't, you know, get get the wins because of what was around him. If he had Aaron Donald and all the receivers in the world and a quality defense, he would have done Donald the same Kansu, thing here too. He had Calvin Johnson, yeah, but no mm. running game. You know what I mean? And they that's when they the won. Right. They and that's when the Lions won right. when they had those players. Anyway, Joey. We got to end it with this. I'm skipping like three topics because we got on that whole side tangent, but I need to end the show with this and I think you'll like it. So to end rumor innuendo show episode one, let's do this rumor has it um, that your bears are actually in your opinion and, and the uh, some out there are actually going to be good next year. You think they're going to get to the playoffs. Am I right? Man, get to the playoffs. I would love to think so. Sometimes you get that new year, that the first year, like you get that first year extra wins or whatever. I haven't looked at the Lions' opponents next year. Have you? I, 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 Hold I on, the Bears' opponents. Um, and I'll tell you this right now: our schedule is by and large so much easier than it was last year. Um, we played the Rams. We played the Buccaneers. Um, I mean, we played the 49ers. We played the Packers twice. We played, you know, I mean, just go down the list. I mean, we played the, you know, the AFC, uh, AFC North. So I think next year our schedule will be a lot easier. We do have nine home games compared to eight road games. I'm not like saying slam dunk to make the playoffs right now. We still got free agency and we still got the draft to go. And honestly, we have a new general manager and you guys went through this last year too, as well. It's like, you don't know what to make of the guy until they start making some moves. So I do think that we're going to be better. I'll say that. Don't you feel like the Lions will be better next year? Joey, hold hold on a second. You, you've been on the show a lot. I'm trying to set up a bit, and, and let me fill up your glass real quick. Drink it in, man. Drink some of that orange Kool-Aid, because what I'm trying to do is set up a good ending, a big bit here. And I, when I said, am I right, you were just supposed to go, heck yeah, we're going to be in the playoffs. We're going to be ready. That's what you're supposed to say. <laughs> What are we drinking? Long Island iced teas? What's in this? What's in this Kool-Aid drink right here? All right. So, this, man? So, so Joey's guaranteed his Bears are going to be excellent next year and get to the playoffs so I can continue this bit. So, so, so there's also innuendo out there that I might, you know, from time to time here on the show. I mean, people say I do a little bit of drinking too much of that Detroit Kool-Aid. Drink it in, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe a little too much cornbread here on the show. Cornbread! Cornbread! cornbread. But but I, too, think my Lions will shock the world and be in the playoffs in 2022. So, Joey, 
to end the show. How about your Bears versus my Detroit Lions meet in the playoffs and, and, wait for it, my Lions blow out your Chicago Bears in Ford Field for their first playoff win in over 50 plus years. Oh, baby. What do you guys say about that, buddy? Who's the quarterback for the Lions in this game? Jared Goff. I rest my case, Yana. <laughs> I already told no you he's here questions. for I told no you he's here questions. for two more years on rumor innuendo. We got I put both of our teams in the playoffs. Your team just came up short when it mattered Wait, most against Derek, my Lions. I mean quick. where is this where is this game being played? As I mentioned, this is in Ford Field that we blow your team out for our first playoff win in 50-plus years. I mentioned that. I mean, I, this is... Is this the this, Saturday day game? Is this the Saturday night game? Or is this like the Sunday matinee? I mean, I mean, this is this is prime time. They're going to put us in the in the big <laughs> slot when, when this goes down. I mean, this is <laughs> this is rumoring you went this hyperbole, and this is how it's going down, Joey. Bears, Lions, ba- Lions win. Um, it's going to be glorious in 2022 playoffs. I love it. I mean, you know, reach for the stars at this point to say that they're going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, what we well, I mean, it is it is a show about hyperbole. We might just go there, but no, we're we'll go ahead and get out on that. That's a a good way to end it. Again, I mentioned it multiple times. You got to go check out all the work Joey's doing on all different platforms. We got Pro Football Focus All Twenty Two Fantasy Football just dropped today for all the masses. I mean. I, I just want to tell Joey and all the millions and millions out there, just keep drinking that Detroit Kool-Aid. Drink it in. Uh, Being optimistic about your team. Being excited about what is to come rather than him and Han. Joey, anything else you want to promote? Anything else you want to say? Any other great takes you want to give before we get up out of here? Uh, Derek, man, thank you so much for having me um, for our monthly hit, man. I mean, yeah, look, like free agency and draft it hasn't happened yet so all we can do is to sit around and dream uh so yeah man tip and sip that drink uh that kool-aid right there uh just hand the keys off uh before before you do it uh because we've got the lions and bears playing in a playoff game in prime time i mean i'm having a hard time i'm just my, head, my head's exploding right now uh but dude no <laughs> congratulations um super happy that you're part of the pff it sounds like a really great thing that they have going there so everyone should make sure you check that out um, that's about it, man. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Joey Sports Guy. Um, working on some things right now, but not really yet um, able to announce them. But when I do, uh, the Kool-Aid drinkers will be the first to know. And I hope <laughs> that they check it out, man. And thanks for having oh. me, Derek. And Derek, you know what else? What's Happy that? New Year. <laughs> Why, thank you. I actually Happy have New music Year, for that here on the show. Oh, wait. <laughs> somewhere here. I think Happy I got it. Might as well give it to Joey. When Joey wishes you Happy New Year in, like, December of this year, <laughs> you can play this music, everybody. But everybody, we're gonna... thank you for tuning in. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Early Flag Day. Uh, get, it's late February, but get your taxes done, all right? Get, get it all in because he hasn't seen you, so he's got to get in those thank yous and those New Year's and those uh, Merry Christmases. So, everybody, I just want to tell you thank you for listening. Me and Joey just have a bunch of fun, and uh, this was the first rumor innuendo show. We turned up the juice, we gave you lots of false information, but we had fun doing it. And Joey gave you some just football knowledge and just kept it straight laced for the most part, which uh, you know is entertaining as well. So, everybody. 
We'll celebrate and we'll catch you next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Get in, man.